right, stiff arm, 20, 25, 30, 40, stiff arm, 50, 40, 30, he's on his feet, big chase, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Titans! You are now listening to Late Hit, Pro Football Radio. All right, everyone, welcome back to another edition of Late Hit with your hosts, Tyler and Matt. We are going to be discussing all the hot button issues from this past week in the NFL. Our first topic of discussion is going to be Matt Stafford and his injury. Looks like he is going to be done for the year. Yeah, it looks like uh, first day he was out for a concussion and a neck injury, and um, then it got a little bit more clearer on the actual injury. I guess it's a spinal cord contusion. Um, And now I'm actually seeing, which are just rumors, but I'm seeing rumors of retirement doing uh, due to the possibility of any of long-term issues. So, I mean, I don't really blame him if he's considering retirement at this point. I mean, mean, that sounds serious. (laughs) Yeah. This is what is 13th year in the league. And he coming off of a Super Bowl win. I mean, that's pretty much your, number one goal when you're coming into the NFL is winning the Super Bowl. So, you know, he's had a long, lengthy, uh, I would say, successful career and topped it off last season and finally got a a Super Bowl ring. So, you know, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily blame the guy for retiring. He's done his fair share in this league. Yeah, and those are just speculation and rumors. So, yeah, you know, it's just Uh, a... I, but like you're right, I don't blame him if he would retire. It's just uh, he's in, in his 13th season, like you said, and it sounds like a pretty serious injury. I wouldn't risk it if I were him. I mean, and Matt Stafford's been a guy who's pretty much been you know injury-plagued the majority of his career. He's had his yeah. fair share of shoulder injuries, and you know in Detroit, um, he was you know maybe a handful of times where he actually played a full season. So I mean. I mean, I I can understand why he people would still want to play the game of football, but you know, you're not going to do this forever. You're going to have pretty much half your life to live afterwards. So you got to consider like what your quality of life is going to be after football. Do you really want to risk that to play? You know, a few more years. Yeah, I'd be injured all the time if I played for the Detroit Lions too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he, he had a few good years there, but you know, it's Detroit and. They don't really have too much success in Detroit for some reason. So, but yeah, he, golf, he did. Golf seems to be doing pretty well right now. Yeah, I mean they're five and seven, but Not yeah, a lot he, of wins. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, he's he's doing pretty good. I mean he he really stepped it up from where he was uh, the first few weeks of the season. So yeah. I mean I like it. I like the turnaround they're doing there. So we'll see if they can continue. Yeah, right now they're not a team that everybody just overlooks. They're right. like, okay, well, they're going to score a lot of points on you. So, you Well, I don't know if you saw, but they're they're a one-point favorite over the Minnesota Vikings this week. Shut up. I swear to God. It was all over no, all over social media. Yeah, they're, they're given a point. They're a favorite over – that is so weird. They're 5-7, wow. and seven and they're a one-point favorite over the 10-2 and two Minnesota Vikings. Seems but, like a trap game for uh, betting. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I get it. Minnesota's just barely getting by. They're not really putting up too many points every week, and Detroit's kind of had an offensive explosion these last few weeks. So, I mean, I can understand why. 
and it's possibility. Yeah. I mean, I, I necessarily, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they beat Minnesota because Minnesota, like I said, they're just sneaking by right now. So, and they have so much talent on that team. It's just right. weird. Yeah. I, I mean, mean there's the issue is Kurt. I yeah. Mean, he's just hit or miss. Yeah. I mean, he's through a pick or two this past week against the Jets, but that's kind of a, common thing for him you know it's rare to see him play a game and not throw an interception unless they hardly throw the ball so yeah well that's Stafford one that leads us to our next one yeah um so the Carolina Panthers released Baker Mayfield yesterday and the Rams claimed him off of waivers today is that a smart move for them I mean they're three and nine right now they're not really making a playoff push here, so. Yeah, I mean, at first, I was like, why are they doing that? I just It just doesn't make sense. And then I started reading, uh, reading more into it, and compensatory draft pick, they could be eligible for one of those. If, um, obviously, the NFL, I don't know the exact way they select, uh, who yeah. gets them? I know. I know it's like if you how you work in free agency and who you leave, lose to injury, right? But uh, yeah. they would be eligible for one of those possibly, so that kind of makes sense. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess when you're a team, I, I'm pretty sure they don't have a first round pick this they don't year. Have anything, dude? Yeah. So, so anything huh, helps. Yeah, but I just I don't see the the necessity for Baker Mayfield right now. I mean, I could see if yeah. they were if they were on the cusp of making the playoffs, but you know, you're like I said, you're three and nine, you're slim chance of making it. If any. Yeah. And that quarterback that they had in, um, Oh, Walford Walford. Yeah. He's a, he's out with a uh, neck injury as well. Yeah. So, um, it's looking like the plans are to fly Baker Mayfield out today and he will start on Thursday. I mean, yeah, that's what it sounded like. That's pretty crazy. He's, I mean, obviously he's the best option for them right now with the injuries that they have at the quarterback position and they got him for real cheap. I think they're only, they only have to pay a million something. Yeah. yeah, 1.34 million or something. So, I mean, that's essentially what you, you would be paying to a free agent quarterback that you'd be signing and that they are in need of another quarterback. So, I mean, it not necessarily the smartest moves, but, you know, I can understand why they did it because they got him for a steal. Yeah, and, and and the pick thing. Yeah, and if Matthew Stafford would happen to retire, he Baker Mayfield might be a quarterback that uh, they can develop in that offense. I mean, Sean McVay, he's offensive guru, so he's 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 a genius. So I mean, he might be able to develop a guy like Baker Mayfield where he was it wasn't able to get that kind of mentorship like when he was with Cleveland or Carolina this past year. Yeah, I mean, he played six games for Carolina. He 58 completion percentage, six TDs, six picks. I mean, his QBR is 18 on a scale of 1 to 100. Yeah. And he, I mean, I, I just don't know what what the issue is with him because I felt like he had some potential his first, his first two years. Yeah, I mean... The year he took them to the playoffs a few years back, uh, you know, he obviously did well, but then kind of started to decline again. But 
you know, him being in Carolina this year, that, that whole situation was just a mess with them firing their coach and, yeah, you know, the issues yeah, that yeah. they had with Robbie Anderson when, when they traded him to the Cardinals. So, I mean, like yeah. I said, maybe, maybe Sean McVay can take Baker Mayfield and do something with him if Matthew Stafford would happen to not come back next year. I don't know. It's an interesting situation and I'm kind of excited to see how this one's going to play out. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like a hard system for a QB, uh, quarterback to learn. Right. So, I mean, I we've... Mean, it, it's a at, lot of uh, pre-snap motion and a lot of things going on, but at the end of the day, it's it, it seems like it's a, just a few plays kind of mixed around. You know what I mean? Right. And I mean, we've seen ever since Sean McVay took that position as head coach, like we've seen Jared Goff, he's had success in that system. You know, yeah. took he took them to a Super Bowl. And then obviously last year with the Rams and, and Matthew Stafford winning the Super Bowl. Like, I mean, I feel like you could put a lot of quarterbacks in that system and they're going to have success because, like I said, Sean McVay is just an offensive guru. He is, and I can't stand him, but he definitely is. He deserves that. <laughs> yeah. Went to two Super Bowls already and won one. Yeah, I mean, he's doing a heck of a job. Obviously not this year, but, you know, he's, like I said, he's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, they, they threw all their chips to the middle of the table last year, so it's understandable why they're a three-win team this year. Uh, yeah, and they've they've just been played with injuries this year too, so you can't necessarily blame them. Big injuries. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, this might just be a year to kind of collect yourselves after winning the Super Bowl and, and see what they can do next year. Hey, maybe we'll see Baker Mayfield turned around by the end of the season and ready for next I mean, it's it's a possibility. I doubt it, but we'll see. I doubt it, too. Yeah. Okay, next topic here. The Jets lost on Sunday to the Vikings. Mike White had a, another okay day, 300-plus yards. Um, I mean, does he look like he's going to be that franchise quarterback the rest of this year? They do look like they might be headed to the playoffs. Yeah, they're they're heading to the playoffs, too, under Zach, though. And, uh I mean, his stats were 300-plus yards, but he also had only one. He had a rushing touchdown, two interceptions, and a 54 completion percentage. So I don't. I wouldn't give him an A. I would give him a, a D. Uh, I think D is a little harsh. Maybe, maybe a C, C+. Plus. I, I know that, but look at the stats that he's putting up compared to what Zach Wilson – if Zach Wilson played this game, he – might put like 120 yards up. He probably wouldn't have any touchdowns, and he obviously definitely would have the two interceptions. But, I mean, I know they lost and all, but I feel like Mike White is definitely the better quarterback over Zach Wilson. I don't know. Maybe right in this minute, but are you? do you want to worry about right now or develop your quarterback with how many games you got left? Four? Yeah. Four left? To I mean, playoffs because you're probably definitely going to the playoffs. So yeah, but these are both young guys. I mean, you could really take your pick at which one you want to develop. And I mean, yeah, what, is, Ro- what was he drafted? 2018, I think. Yeah, he's like, mid to late twenties. Yeah, so I mean, he's not really older either. So you could, like I said, take yeah. your pick and develop either one of them. But you know, I think they have to get that offense together. There, I mean, their head coach Robert Sala, he was the D coordinator out in San Fran. So he's not really an offensive minded guy. So, you know, if they can bring someone in that has a lot of success with quarterbacks to develop one of these guys, you know, like I said, they, they need to get that offense down. Yeah. Well, they need to figure out the situation quick. Cause like you said, playoffs are right around the corner. 
Yeah, and I mean, I don't as much as I love Mike White, I don't see him, you know, going into the playoffs and and winning any games. I mean, just this AFC with the Chiefs, the Bills, you know, the Dolphins, all them teams. Those are they're just too good for a guy like Mike White, Mike White, to come in and and take over. Yeah. I mean, they do have a good defense, but... Yeah, then that's the only reason that they are in the position that they're at is because <laughs> of that defense. Yeah, it saved them a bunch of times. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know. I think on that note, what you just said, I, I would just develop my first-round pick. You really... I mean, I don't have any faith at all in Zach Wilson, and you seem like you're on just, board with this guy. Listen, they just they just humbled the shit out of him. You know what I mean? The guys sat on the sideline and watched somebody else slinging around for two weeks while he's healthy. I yeah. don't know. I mean, I don't really understand that either. Like, if I'm if he was your starting quarterback and you're benching him, I would at least put him like second string. I wouldn't make him a healthy scratch and not even let him dress for the game. That's a that's a that's some humble pie right there. I know. They really he's standing over there and what Flacco's the backup. Yeah, can you can you imagine being a first round pick? You know, you're thinking this is your team, and then your coach comes up to you and says, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna start Mike White over you," and you're like, "Okay, I'll be the backup quarterback." And your coach is like, "Nah, I don't think you're gonna dress this week." <laughs> well, this, you know, I love I love this uh, new age NFL where these young quarterbacks get this chance to do this, but this is some of the problems you're gonna run into. You know, that high ego from these young guys yeah i think he, his ego is just through the roof and he just needed to be checked now i think he'll get back to reality and you know he has good he had good games he just it just seemed like he got sloppy in the second half I'm, and i'm not sure why but i never actually sat down and studied it or watched anybody else break it down so i'm not 100 percent sure but i would develop him yeah, I mean, he's not a guy, like I said, he's not a Tom Brady or someone like that who's going to, like this past weekend, last night when the Bucks were down 16-3 to and Tom Brady came back, you know, he's not a guy that's going to do that for you, but he might. He's, he, he can be a guy that's going to coast you through a game. Like I said, you're going to definitely need that defense to win, but he, he can get you there if he needs to. But then again, you know, Mike White is kind of the the same same person there. But you know, he's looking a little bit better, and his stats are a little bit better than Zach Wilson. So I mean, I don't know. It's a tough decision to make if I'm Robert Sala right now, because you know, like I said, even though they lost, Mike White still played his heart out, and Zach Wilson he doesn't really look too impressive. Great All right. <laughs> Moving along, Deshaun Watson made his first start, and he completely underwhelmed in his return. He was 12 for 22, 131 yards, no touchdowns, and a pick, and he got booed every time he stepped on the field in Houston. Wait, what were they chanting? Uh, no no consent or something. I forget what the hell they Yeah, something chanting. like that, yeah. Yeah. I just think this is such a bad look for the NFL. I mean, yeah. even for him, like if I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm embarrassed. Yeah. I don't think I could. I don't think I could do it. Yeah, I mean, 
he's obviously trying to make a comeback and trying to get his career on the right path. But, you know, I mean, it is kind of embarrassing, especially if you're the Cleveland Browns. Like, you know, this guy had, what, 20-some, 30-some, you know, sexual assault allegations against him. (laughs) And you're going to sign him and, you know, give him all that guaranteed money. It just it doesn't make any sense to me. And it just goes to show how much, you know, money talks and bullshit walks in the NFL has, as long as the guy can play football and we don't even know if Sean Watson can anymore because he hasn't played in so long. But even if a guy can play football, you know, the NFL is going to do anything they can to get this guy back here to just, you know, maybe sell tickets. And it's just, it's, it's a, it's a money racket right now in the NFL. Yeah. Where do you, where do you hear about that anywhere else other than the NFL? Like, right. I mean, you know what I mean? People go to jail for that. This guy just gets 11 games suspended. Yeah. I mean, maybe uh, probably a few cases in the NBA or something like that, but, uh, yeah. you know, the NFL. I just is, mean, out, yeah, that's true. Outside of sports, I should say. Yeah. Where do you hear that? Exactly. Well, I mean, if you're famous, I, I would feel like it's the same, though, for all celebrities, not just athletes. I mean, I feel like they get off easy just because of who they are. But Yeah, I guess maybe, in, especially Hollywood, it's a little more on the hush-hush yeah. than what it is in sports. But I mean, like even the the Kareem Hunt situation a few years back, where he uh, I forget what he did he he hit a woman or something or kicked her or something. I think he kicked the shit out of her. Yeah. Yeah, and then he got released from the Chiefs, and he wasn't much longer than that. That uh, again, the Browns signed him. Yeah, the Browns. So I mean, as long as you can still play and st- still you know put up points and have success in the league, I feel like no matter what you do. You're gonna have a home. Yeah, yeah. No matter what you do, you're gonna have a home in Cleveland. Uh, I mean, you can't blame them. They've sucked for so long. They're just trying to get better with the as little money as possible. I guess without signing. No, not not Deshaun Watson though, because they overpaid for him. But oh yeah, way overpaid. But I think Kareem Hunt, he might not be there next year. Yeah. Well, I mean, at that point. He, no one else really wanted to sign him, so. But yeah, I mean, and people I forgot about it. Now, no, nobody even talks about that, right? But yeah, I mean, Sean's case is a little bit more serious. Yeah, I mean, but that's the, that's the thing, though. Like in the NFL, and I hate to say this, but they're like every week—not every week, but every season—there's one player that has that big, you know, legal thing against him. So I mean, it's like. Ray, you can pretty much take any NFL team and they've had, uh, you know, a player get arrested or, you know, do something criminally. Like last year with the whole Henry Ruggs thing where he was drunk driving and killed someone. It's like every year with this NFL shit. And I, I mean, maybe I don't get it, but if I'm in the NFL, if I'm playing for an NFL team and I'm making millions of dollars a year, I'm home every night. I'm in bed by eight o'clock, you know. I'm not going out, yeah. and and if I am going out drinking, I'm getting Uber or hiring a driver or something. Like, why would well, you no, even the, risk the it? NFL, the NFL actually supplies you um, escorts and stuff, so you don't get into that kind of issue. So there's no there's no reason for it whatsoever. Yeah, I, I just don't get it. I mean, to ruin pretty much your entire life because even when Henry Ruggs does get out of jail, he's he's never going to sign with an NFL team again. So, I mean, yeah. just, he is currently in jail right now, right? I believe so, yeah. 
but yeah, to yeah. to just risk it all for some one night of drinking, it's just it never made sense to me for NFL players to do shit like that. So I don't know. Yeah. All right, moving right along. I just wanted to touch on this subject a little bit um, because I did see on uh, the game that I watched on Sunday, the roughing the passer calls are they're just getting out of hand now. I think it was the the Bengals and the Chiefs game that I was watching, but uh, the guy—I mean, you can't even you can't even land on the quarterback now. It's just you got to kind of you know baby them. I mean, I feel like the NFL is just making too many bad calls for this roughing the passer, especially since we're heading in the direction where there's so many um, scrambling, rushing, running back style quarterbacks. Yeah, well, you know I, mean, I mean, like we're 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 going. And we're going in that direction, and yet we're going in the opposite direction with the penalties. Like, right. like these defenses are so hesitant to take these guys down, which get the quarterback more yards on the ground because they don't want to get called for a flag. Yeah, and I think it was a couple of years back when they first like came out with this new roughing the passer call. There was a player on the Dolphins, and I can't remember his name, but he – tried to avoid landing on the quarterback and the way he actually ended up landing, he tore his ACL and missed the rest of the year. So, I mean, it's just, it's crazy to think about you injuring yourself because you don't want to get one 15 yard penalty. I think any, yeah, 15 yard penalty. I think any penalty over 10 yards needs to be reviewed regardless, just a quick review. Um, and if it was unintentional or he got pushed or anything like that, obviously there's no flag. Right. Also, also I think anytime the quarterback is out of the pocket, they're tr- they're treated as a running back. Well, yeah, they are. That's my opinion. Well, yeah. no, because they have the ability to get down. Running backs don't have that. Oh, yeah. I and mean, they drop down like the last second. Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow, they all do it the la- at the last second just to see if they can get hit. And get yeah. the flag. That's yep. that's not the way it's supposed to be. No, I mean, I mean, I can see maybe the slide. So the like the thing is, these the NFL quarterbacks nowadays they're they're making so much money, and they're the ones that are like selling the tickets. So that's yeah. why the NFL is putting these penalties in favor of them. But I mean, at the end of the day, you kind of got to think of the game as a whole and and, and like see what's what's I the agree. right decision. Yeah, you're ruining it for a lot of people. Yeah. Much easier for a quarterback to get 150 yards a game if they if they're a mobile quarterback than it is for a running back. Just exactly of these rules. Yeah. Okay, the next topic of discussion here: the Niners beat the Dolphins this week with a third-string quarterback, Brock Purdy. Uh, Tua didn't look too good this week. You know, he had two picks. But um, what do you think here about the Niners winning big, even with their third-string quarterback in? Yeah, two uh, two touchdowns, two interceptions, and one fumble with a seventy nine rating. But I think the big story would be Forty ers defense. They oh shut down the run to thirty three yards, so they pretty much forced Tua to throw it, and uh, obviously wasn't successful in the air as well. Yeah, uh, and then on the other side of the ball, Purdy he had two touchdowns, one interception, eighty nine rating. So I mean, technically he played better than Tua. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't think it was to his best game, but I also think 49ers defense and uh, that, what's his that, name on the defensive end? Oh, Bosa. Nick, Nick Bosa, yeah. And yeah, actually, it's just incredible. I want to change my defensive MVP. Stop. 
Stop. I'm changing it. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I'm changing it from Micah Parsons to Nick no, Bosa. You're not. Yes, no, I am. I won't let it De- decline. Just look at look at all this. Yes. I, I saw. I compared their statistics today, and Joey or Nick Bosa is leading in every category right now as far as sacks, quarterback pressures. Listen, uh, this is the argument though. He's leading in all. of There's no question. He's probably a better defensive end pass rusher, but a defensive player of the year it's micah he can go into coverage he can play linebacker sideline to sideline he gets the tackles he gets the forced fumbles he gets the interceptions he gets the touchdowns don't forget yeah, those stats it's not just sacks i didn't i didn't say it's, it's sacks quarterback pressures uh his percentage of getting into the backfield to rush the quarterback um yeah but he's he's 100 percent at the line micah's not of course he's gonna have more Okay, if I just I just don't see. No, you're not you're not changing. Let's I'm, I'm just move on to the next topic. I'm just saying, if I had a choice to sign Nick Bosa or Michael Parsons, I'm signing Nick Bosa. Nobody's doing that. I'm doing that. No, you're not. Doesn't make sense. Is but do you think like you put Nick Bosa on another team? Do you think he's gonna have the same success? Like I know he's got there's a lot of talent around him. As far as like linebackers with Werner, and yeah. you know, obviously Eric Armstead on that defensive line. I think he's injured right now, but you know, there's a few other guys on that defense that are standouts too. But I mean, defensive end position is pretty much like you could play on any team, and as long as you're getting past that offensive tackle. For the most part, I mean, it also depends on who's across from you too. Yeah, you know what I mean, because. Um, if you're going to, you know what I mean? If you have somebody that's significant uh, above average across from you and they're, and you can't draw, you know what I mean? It stops the offense from putting doubles on you and you're still getting singled. Yeah. That, uh, I mean, that's, that benefits, but that's not the case really. He does get, he does get doubled and he does beat him. And I think he probably is the best, the best pass rusher right now. Yeah. I just, uh, I just think, Overall, if you're talking defensive player, I'm gonna take Micah just because of his his uh he he's interchangeable in any position on the defense. Really, I mean, I won't disagree with that, but I, I'm gonna say your opinion might be a little biased. I mean, it's a little biased, but and also I'm a Penn State fan, so like it's a little bit more biased. Listen, I'm not disrespecting Micah Parsons at all because I got a lot of respect for I mean, that you're guy. Showing a li- no, you're showing a little bit of disrespect. Uh, there's there's a slight hint of it, but he's he's a hometown boy. You know, he's from Harrisburg. He's local, yeah, he is. Penn State. You know, so I can respect that. But yeah, I mean, he's he's phenomenal in what he does too. If he if it was just pass rush to pass rush, yeah, I'm gonna take Bosa. Yeah, but you don't uh, think you don't think Nick Bosa could play a role like Micah Parsons does? No. Um. Uh, what's his name? Emmanuel Echo Echo Echo. Yeah. Um, you should go on his Twitter and watch his breakdown of this. He'll show you it's only one play of each, but it's pretty much the same scenario. Micah Parsons, he'll get washed out of a play with a screen or something, and he's so fast, so agile, and so athletic, he can wrap around the offense and still catch up to the to the running back. Yeah, but Nick Bosa's Nick Bosa, quick too. He just gives up. No, you have he's to watch quick. It. So, pull it forty times right now. Pull it forty times right what? now. Pull it forty times from the combine right now. 
Let's see who was quicker, Parsons or Bosa. Hold on, let me pull. I'm gonna pull up Nick Bosa's forty time. You do Michael Parsons. As my computer's freezing. Okay, so Nick Bosa ran a four point eight four forty at the scouting combine in before 4. his rookie. Four? Yeah. You realize Mike is four three. No, no, he's there's no way Michael Parsons is a four three. Uh, okay, you're right. You're right. Michael Parsons he's, is a four, he's, four three he's nine. Sub four three. Yeah. Four, four three okay, nine. Yeah, four three nine. Yeah. Yeah. He's insane. He's an alien. Okay, I stand corrected. I had no idea he was FS. Dude, he's fast. Very fast. That's insane. That's like that's like wide receiver forty time. There, there, there are wide receivers in the scouting combine that don't even run a four three nine. I told you he's a fucking alien, dude. If only Penn State knew he was this versatile, they could have utilized him differently, and he would have been even better. Oh, you know how they do those NFL redrafts? You know, a few years later, I, I guarantee you, if, if it, one, yeah. absolutely, he's a number yeah. one overall pick. I don't if know we, how if, they fig- figured out he'd. Uh, I know it was by accident, pretty much, but to, yeah, to rush the passer, but. If they would have known that in the draft, they would have drafted him. They would have probably moved up for him. Oh yeah, if if, if we knew now what are we? If we knew then what we know now. He's he's definitely number one overall pick. Yeah, see, defensive player of the year, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's it's neck and neck for me right now. I'm not go hop on Emmanuel Echo's uh, Twitter and watch that later after this. All right, I gotta I gotta make I gotta wait till the end of the year. We got a few games left, and then I'll make that decision. But. All right. right right now it's neck and neck. All right. All right, moving right along here. The Bengals beat the Chiefs this week, who had the best record in the AFC. Um have the Bengals taken that title now? Or are they now the best AF- AFC team? Uh, you know how I feel about this. I don't I do. think just because I don't think just because you beat a team once makes you the better team. Um I know they beat them Three times they're three and zero in the last three years. Um, I just don't think they're a better team. Uh, I do think come playoff time, if they were to face each other, um, I just think the Chiefs would would win that. But I've been wrong before. I just trust Mahomes a little bit more than I trust um, Burrow. But that's not saying Burrow's bad. I love Burrow. I do I too. He's probably he's obviously top five in the in the league. But yeah, I mean, I, the way I look at it is like if you look at all the top teams in the AFC right now, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Dolphins, I could see possibly the Bengals beating all three of those guys like head to head. I mean, we saw them do it with the Chiefs last, this past weekend. Um, I mean, the Bills are up in the air right now. You know, they sometimes they play good, sometimes they don't. So. Yeah. You don't know what's going on with them. So, I mean, uh, in my opinion, I think the, the Bengals are the best team in the AFC right now. They're the team to beat. Uh, and by the end of the year, they're going to win that division, the AFC North, because the, the, the Ravens just look like absolute garbage right now. So, I mean, yeah, I think they're I think they're doing pretty well. You know, I like Joey B. I like the weapons that he has. I think he's got probably one of the best receiving cores in the league with, you know, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd, um, so I mean, and Mixon, then running back, yeah, Joe Mixon, and 
uh, P Ryan, that backup running. Did you watch that game at all this week? I watched a little bit of it, but he's on my he's, fantasy team. He put up some points. For me. He was absolutely insane on Sunday. Every yeah. time he got the ball, it was a five, six yard carry. Is he better than Mixon? You think? I mean, he's I more. They... Mixon's is probably more of like your speed back if you're going to yeah. have. And then P Ryan is obviously he's a little bigger, so he's more of a power back. But every time he got the ball, I, I swear to God, it was like a five to six yard run every time. I wonder if they use them interchangeably, but uh, you know. On the flip side of that, Chiefs' defense is a little sus sometimes. I mean, they do give up a lot of yards on the ground. Yeah, I mean, they're not. 50 on Sunday. Right. I mean, they're not the best defense in the league, but, I mean, P. Ryan looked good. I mean, he's that one-two punch there with Mixon and him. So, but, yeah, he's. Yeah, I wonder if they'll utilize him more as like a a Zeke Pollard thing. Yeah. I mean, he. He played last year too. I mean, he was. I remember him scoring a touchdown in the Chiefs against the or in the AFC Championship game against yeah, the Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah, he's 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 definitely he's definitely pretty good. He could be a starting back anywhere. Yeah. And that that speaking of the AFC teams, that you know that playoff picture is pretty tight right now. Uh, with the the Chiefs losing on Sunday, the Bills took sole possession of uh, the number one seed. So. They're sitting at number one right now, and the Chiefs are number two. Um, so, do you think do you think it's going to stay this way come the season's end, or do you think it'll change up a little bit? Mm. I I think Ravens will obviously decline. I I do think. Uh, well, we're going to get in. I could just get it out of the way now. Uh, Lamar Jackson injury update. Uh, he's out. He's a sprained PCL one to three weeks. So he's very very unlikely to play this week, obviously. So you know that that means uh, what's his name, Hunter Tyler Huntley. Tyler Huntley. That's a bit. Um, he's a good quarterback. He looks a lot like Lamar. Yeah, with the way um, with the way Lamar's been playing these past couple of weeks, I mean, it's not really much of a difference to put Huntley in because no, I think uh, Bengals are going to take that division. Um. Titans, they'll obviously hold on to that division. Uh, Kansas City, I think they'll probably they'll probably take the one seed, and then Bills will probably drop to the two, just because they are game up on everybody else. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely see the Bills and the Chiefs being the number one and number two seeds. I, don't, I mean, I, I don't know. They might flip flop, but you know, they're going to don't be trust the Bills. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it is, but ever since it seems like ever since Josh Allen's injury, I could could just be a coincidence. Yeah, he's he hasn't really been playing where he had he was at the beginning of the year. So, I mean, like I said, they're they're up in the air right now. But I I definitely think that one and two are going to be Bills and Chiefs. I just don't know which one's going to be which yet. Um, And you know, obviously, I'm taking the Bengals to win the North uh, because, like you said, Mm -hmm. Lamar's going to be out a few weeks and. They haven't really been playing well with him anyway. So, um, but yeah, I like the Titans to win the South. Uh, there's not really any other team in that division that's going to come back and win that. And then uh, in the AFC uh, East, I like the Bills to win that one. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, Dolphins could take it. Dolphins, Dolphins Jets could. Are, Jets are too far behind. I think. Yeah, I don't see the I don't see the Jets coming because. 
I think the Bills are, are two games up on them right now. So, yeah. I mean, the Bills kind of have to plummet for them to win that division. But, I mean, Dolphins, they're going to be a wild card team. I don't necessarily see them winning that division. Um, yeah. Especially because they have to play the Bills, I think, in Buffalo mm-hmm. in a few weeks. So, I mean, that's going to be a tough one for them. And Tua didn't really look too good this past week, but like we said, he was playing against that number one 49ers defense. So, I mean, it's all up in the air right now. It's really tight in the AFC. So, I mean, we the way it's sitting right now, it could be completely different by the by week 18. So, yeah. I think your most consistent teams are going to be Chiefs and Bengals right now. Yeah. I mean, they were last year too, so it doesn't yeah. really surprise me. But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like most teams have that beginning of the year slump. Uh, I mean, we yeah. saw it from Cincinnati and Kansas City, you know, lost a few of their games early on. So, I mean, they're both looking pretty good right now. So, I mean, that could be our AFC title game again with maybe the exception of the Bills filling in for one of those guys. But, yeah, the AFC playoff picture is pretty tight right now, but I think it's going to remain around the same as what it is right now. Yeah. Yep. Okay, moving right along here. We saw Jimmy G break his foot on Sunday. Um, So early reports from today said that he does not need surgery on it, and if his rehabilitation goes well, he could return during the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I've seen a possibility a minimum of seven weeks. Yeah. So, uh, personally, I think that's unlikely. But I mean, if you if they make it that far into the playoffs, what would that be? Seven weeks? That'd so be like the second round. Yeah, I think it'd be. Playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cause it... So, so that means right now it looks like they're playing. Uh, who was it? Let's see, playoff picture. Well, right now they would be the number three or, yeah, three seed, I think. Yeah. Because the Bucks are number four, and then the Vikings are number two, and the Eagles would be number one. So, yeah, they'd be the number three seed. Okay. So, yeah, so they would play Pride Giants. Yeah, which would... I mean, even with if that was the case, even with Brock Purdy as their quarterback, I still think that they would roll right over the Giants. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, is if you're good enough, if Brock doesn't make any interceptions or turnovers, and you're good enough to roll over the Giants, is it worth bringing Jimmy G back? You know what I mean? Especially if I'm Jimmy G, am I coming back? You know what I mean? I mean, if. I'm healthy, and it's second round of the playoffs, and my team's still in. Oh hell yeah, I'm coming back. If I, Are you? yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, this is the last year of his contract, right? Yeah, I mean, what better way to make a statement and prove you belong to be the quarterback there than coming back in the playoffs and possibly taking the team to another Super Bowl? So, I mean, I don't know. I, I obviously, you know how I feel about Jimmy G. I'm a big fan of his, and I feel like he he's going to have way more success with this team than Brock Purdy does. And I could be wrong, you know. We've seen, you know, a few times late round pick quarterbacks have a lot of success. So I don't know, but I, I feel Jimmy G's th- would be the better option right now. So if he's healthy and they're still in the playoffs when he gets back, I'm definitely putting Jimmy G in over Brock Purdy. Yeah, 
Yeah, just in Jimmy G's mind, is it worth it? You know, re-injuring yourself when you're trying to go into another contract with a team. Yeah, but a broken. I mean, even if he does re-injure the foot, a broken foot probably be healed up before you know OTAs start and and you know obviously training camp starts. But yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously that's a decision he's got to make whether he not he wants to re-injure himself, but. I mean, yeah, it all depends on what he does and what kind of surgery he would need. Yeah, if it did, you know. now that would be a guy for uh, Rams to go get. Instead you really, Jimmy G? Instead of Mayfield, yeah, I feel like he would be. If if you uh, like, I feel like they have a. Nah, I feel like they had a decent O line, but I guess they don't anymore. Yeah, maybe not because he he kind of needs to sit in the pocket a little bit and wait for things to v- develop. Yeah, I mean, he's not really going to have like the check. That, like, obviously, going down to San Francisco, Christian McCaffrey, you're not going to have a running back close to him unless you're going to the Giants with Saquon Barkley. So, I mean, the Rams don't really have any running backs besides maybe Akers who could be that good check down guy for you. And then even on the team anymore? <laughs> Akers. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's been injured this year, but yeah, he's still there. But I mean, well, he's also he was injured, and then he got benched for disciplinary actions. Yeah, uh, and I guess he was pissed off that he wasn't getting any snaps when he was healthy. Shit but like yeah, that. so yeah, if, yeah, yeah, you're right. If they had a better run game, then maybe Jimmy G. But I mean, and a lot of his success with the 49ers this year is obviously in part to that defense, but. So if he goes so if he goes anywhere, he's going to need to be put into a good situ- situation with the the players around him in order for him to have success. So I mean, but yeah, I, I like him a lot. I like I really do like Jimmy G a lot, and I think he can have success uh, somewhere else. I mean, yeah, he's grown on me. I don't know that I would. I like I said, we have to see how this plays out because Trey Lance. I am not sure how I feel about him anymore. Well, I mean, no matter how you feel, that's what they're going to go with next year. Yeah, I mean, it's sad to say, but yeah, they will. Even with and if I'm Jimmy, I'm not. I'm not re-signing for right. Yeah, backup. Nope. He well, Jimmy G's what he's thirty. He's thirty-one, thirty-two. So Is he I mean, old though. Yeah. So I mean, his his career's not necessarily coming to an end, but he's getting towards the back half of it. So I would I wouldn't want to sit on a bench beside beside behind someone and you know, risk losing a year or two as a backup. I, I, I honestly feel super bad for him just because of the way he's treated. Yeah. Like, like they didn't want anything to do with him until Lance hurts himself. And then yeah. Like, oh, I mean, Hey, Hey, good looking. Yeah. I mean, he kind of made out though, cause they put a clause in his contract that he would get bonuses for every game he played and every game he won and every game he took. He just seems you know, like such a good dude though. Yeah, I, I feel like he is a good dude. Yeah, that's why I feel bad. It's like I hope I I I want him to go somewhere and you know have a good team around him and have success. Where where so let's just say that he doesn't resign with the Forty ers and they move on from him. Where do you think a good potential landing spot for him is? Jets. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would go to Raiders <laughs> or somewhere. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. Raiders. I mean, and this is this is a wild card. Just throwing this one out there, but 
like the Packers, I think would be a good home for him. What about like, Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay, they did talk about that. You know, him going that back. That would there. be that would be really good because so, they 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 could have the potential of a good run game. They have a decent defense. Yeah, um, they got the receiving core. And did you hear all the rumors about Tom Brady this week? Yeah, going back to New England. Yeah, that that would be awesome. I could see it. I could literally Just see it. one one last ride, one final ride in New England. In if he goes if he goes back to New England, you know they're definitely going to win the Super Bowl. There's no question about it. Yeah, but what if they don't? How embarrassing! Like, what if they go like three wins? How embarrassing is that? I mean, is it embarrassing though? I mean, you guys, he he's been in Boston. He's been a Boston guy for 20 years with them. So, I mean, to go back home for one year, I don't necessarily think it would be embarrassing. But I don't know. I mean, he's going to be what 46, 47 next year. <laughs> so, yeah, he, I don't know. I love Tom Brady. I really do, but. You have to know when enough is enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to not only like, okay, even if you think, hey, I still got it, there's still like, okay, I'm getting older. If I get hit, will I be able to withstand a serious injury? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he's you're not young. Not by any means. He's the oldest quarterback to ever do it. So, I mean, I mean, we'll see what happens. But yeah, like I said, he's. Jimmy G would he would definitely be a good fit in Tampa, I, I think. Um, yeah, I like that. I would like to see that. I, th- I think like probably almost like any team in that division though, like even if he went to like the Falcons or the Saints or Dolphins not, or uh, man, Dolphins, uh, Panthers. I was gonna say Broncos. It just popped in my head. Yeah, it, I, I think. <laughs> I, I I mean I wouldn't be shocked, but I don't see them moving on from Russ after just one year. Especially with all the guaranteed money they're going to have to give him, I think they I give. Would. I think they still give him a chance. But yeah, yeah, they will. But I would. I just can't stand him. He's he just makes me cringe. I don't know. Oh God, yeah. He's he's <laughs> he's very awkward. He's so different than what he, what I thought he was in Seahawk at the Seahawks for all these years. He's just so different. Yeah, I mean, he's like one of those guys where. You thought he was like at one time the best quarterback in the league, and now you're like, well, yeah. what does he really have going for him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sucks to be a Broncos fan. Yeah, they just can't catch a break ever since Peyton Manning left. Nope. All right, our next topic of discussion here: Washington and the Giants tied this week. What does this mean for the wild card race opponents? Yeah, uh, that whole tie thing I think is so stupid. Like I said before, it it just nets, uh, needs to not end in a tie, whatever yeah. way you can do that. Yeah. Just, because let's see the standings now. My computer's going so slow today. So standings, you know, it's obviously Eagles, Cowboys, then Giants and Commanders. But now since they got that tie – Seahawks snuck in there, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, see, yeah. Now, see now. See, that's a problem if they're both. If Seahawks lose a game and both of them win their next game. Yeah, the, that the, work. The, so the tie. Win. Yes. So as long as whoever has the tie. As long as they don't have more losses than the team, like if they could be like, or no, as long as they don't have, 
I see it's, it's weird that tie thing. It is so weird. So like if someone's like Confuses tense, the fuck out of me. It's like ten six and one. They're obviously gonna not get in over somebody who's eleven and six. So, but yeah, yeah. the as of right now, the number one seed is the Eagles. Number two seed is the Vikings. Number three, Forty ers Four Bucks. Five is the Cowboys. Six is the Giants, and seventh is the Seahawks. With uh, Washington coming up yeah. at number eight, and surprisingly. The Lions are the number nines right now. So if some things happen here, I mean, it's it's possible we could see the Lions as that number seven seed. What do you, uh, well, they're five wins, and then Washington seven wins. Yeah, well, well we, so we have uh, what's that? 11, Twelve. So we have five games left. I mean, yeah, it's not out think- of it's not out of the realm of possibilities, is what I'm saying. They're two. They're, me there's they're, a chance. Yes, they're two teams behind a, a playoff berth right now. Yeah, that would be <laughs> awesome if they made it, man. That would be awesome. Uh, I'm I'm okay with Giants or Washington getting dropped out. Yeah, I mean, honestly though, like I could see the the Lions winning a playoff game over like Washington and the Giants because the Giants' offense right now isn't really putting up any points. Yeah, and I feel like Washington gets stale as well. Yeah. I could see it too. It's just if Lions had a like an at least an average defense to finish out games. Yeah. I feel so not in such a shootout. And like even the Seahawks too though, they just snuck into that spot. I mean, they barely beat the Rams this past week. So like I feel like they're they're not a team that's going to really make any noise in the playoffs either. Yeah, I mean, but Seahawks, you know, Gino is, he's, right now, he's, he, last the last game he had 72 completion, 366, 367 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. I mean, he's pretty much carrying this team, though. Yeah. I, I mean. I can't believe how well he's playing. He is, he's playing a lot better than I thought he was going to play. I'll give him that. But, you know, this isn't a, a team right now that's, you know, blowing the scoreboard up. No. And honestly, the the Giants, the Seahawks, Washington, those three teams, I feel like the Lions could beat any one of those guys right now. Yeah, I did too. So, I don't know. I, like I mean, toss up. yeah. Just because they have the better record doesn't mean they're the better team. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I, I hope. Oh, that's right. Washington and Giants play each other again. Uh, after, after the bye week, yeah, after their bye week, yeah, that's so stupid. They went, they played each other, bye week, played each other. Yeah, I, I think it is that is stupid how that, that plays out sometimes. Yeah, um, that's going to be interesting to see how that one gets. What if they end in another tie? <laughs> I has I don't think there's ever been a season where there's been a two tie team. Oh man, that would be great. <laughs> I, I would, honestly, that would piss me off. Like you oh, get, you I guys, you guys, thing. you guys played together. That's like you guys played each other twice, and you couldn't win one of those games. <laughs> and they, you couldn't even lose. You couldn't win or lose one of those games. <laughs> you couldn't win or lose. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. All right, the Aaron Rodgers officially does own the Bears, but didn't look too good. Didn't have two greatest stats this week, but they still beat the Bears to come behind win. 
Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, 182 yards, uh, one touchdown, 85 rating, but they had over 150 yards on the ground. They did. I and I know you're not a big fan of Aaron Rodgers, but I, I love his post game interviews. Sometimes he he <laughs> how about how he said that Chicago was a second home to him, <laughs> and he always looks high as shit. Yeah, he does. Dude, that 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 mom. Post game interview about his knee. That is just like one of the greatest interviews of all time. No, listen, I, I like I don't like Aaron Rodgers as a player, but I love him outside of the sport. Yeah. He is funny as shit. He has a good sense of humor, man. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's he's a funny guy. But yeah, I mean the Bears just out of it doesn't matter how good or bad Aaron Rodgers is playing, they just they can't seem to beat him. No matter Seems how like hard the they try. Cowboys and the Bears. Yeah. Yeah, Dallas is the second home to him too. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess Green Bay is the third home. Yeah. Uh, just... So, so it looks like Watson's really turning out to be something special for him, though. Yeah. What? There's some crazy stat I read. He only has like 25 catches this year, and seven of them were touchdowns. Well, yeah, it's like they do that little toss thing. Yeah, but that's yeah. just insane. Like, a, yeah. What, I don't even know what that percentage would be. Like a quarter of his catches were touchdown passes this year. So, but yeah, he's. I mean, he's he had his fair share of drops though too this year. So I mean, yeah, he's learning. Yeah, maybe in like a year or two, he's going to be a pretty good receiver. But yeah, I think know. he's he's definitely uh kind of turning the turning the page on on those drops and those issues in the beginning of the season. I think Rodgers is finally starting to trust him. Yeah, I mean it's a little too late though for them to turn the season around, but <laughs> yeah. it's always it's always next year. Yeah, I guess if Rogers is there. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. I, I think he will be, but you know that's all up in the I air right now too. I'm back and forth with it, but yeah, I think he will be. I just I don't know. It's like the Tom Brady thing when he was leaving Patriots. You just can't see it. Yeah, but that happens. So who knows? I just I, I I'm only saying he's coming back because he just signed that uh, contract extension this off season. So I feel like he's a, he's at least going to be there another year or play out the rest of the contract before he but says that goodbye. was also that was also believing that what's his, seventeen was still going to play for them. True, <laughs> you know what I mean. So. Yeah, and they were kind of screwed him because I think he was told that they were going to resign Devonte Adams. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And then he signed his extension with the thought that Devontae Adams is coming back. And I said, nope, we're getting rid of him. That's what I mean. I mean, this yeah. Watson thing might lighten the load a little bit, but it's not going to be anywhere near what Devontae did. No. I mean, they've they've got some pretty good young receivers there. But like, like we said, it's going to be a year or two until they develop into something special. And I don't know if he has the patience to wait around right? receivers yeah. develop. Get, he's at the point in his career where he wants to win now. Like he's not, he's not waiting around for you to get some talent in and work their way up. Yeah, he's he's the type of guy like he's got to win now because he's he's going to be done in a few years, if yeah, even if, that long. What if Tampa or Tom says screw you, Tampa goes to New England, and then Packers trade to Tampa? <laughs> That's not gonna. I don't even see that happening. Why? That, because I mean, the, team. because the Buccaneers are, I don't know. They they kind of got a deal there with Tom Brady. Like he, 
I think they're only giving him like twenty five million a year. So and Aaron Rodgers is getting like forty something. I, I just, think they would do it just to be spiteful of Tom leaving and then getting another, you know, uh, Hall of Fame quarterback. I don't know. I don't, I don't. I mean, anything's possible in this league, but I don't see Aaron Rodgers going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> that would be great. I'd love to see if he had the same success. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I don't know what necessarily what's going on with Tampa this year. I mean, they obviously have the talent there. We got Mike Evans, Godwin. I mean, Leonard Fournette. Uh, Brady's I mean, not playing his best year. Yeah, he's not playing his best, and the defense isn't nearly what it was the last couple of years. So, but yeah, I mean, I feel like Tom Brady is gonna have more success than Aaron Rodgers, no matter where they're at. So. I don't necessarily think you put Aaron Rodgers in that situation. He's going to have more success than Tom Brady because I feel like Tom Brady is definitely the better quarterback. So, yeah. I don't know. But they're in first place in the NFC South right now at 500. So That's all that matters. Yeah. Hey, it doesn't matter what Tom Brady's record is. If he goes in, if he makes it to the playoffs, he's making noise there no matter what. I know. I That's, wouldn't. That's just his. Past him. Yeah, that's his territory. Like, I, I honestly wouldn't be shocked if, if they just squeezed in at like maybe nine and eight or eight and nine, and then they just came in and wrecked the Philadelphia Eagles, like that would nine Giants. Yeah, that cool. that wouldn't shock me at all because it's just the way Tom yeah. Brady plays in the postseason. Like a little Eli Manning recipe. Yep, sneaking in and winning it. <laughs> yep, and winning it all. Brady. Yeah, that was, that was Tom Brady's kryptonite in the playoffs. Is Eli Man? If Eli Manning was playing Tom Brady at the postseason, you know Eli Manning was winning that game for some reason. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, I just I don't know. He Close just, his eyes and throw yeah, up. He just he was winging it, but it worked out for him. Yep. All right. So the Texans and the Bears were both eliminated from playoff contention. The first two teams to do so this year are those the NFL's two worst teams this season. I mean, I'm going to go with yeah, since they were the both. They were both eliminated first. Yeah. I mean, definitely Houston is absolutely the worst team this year. Um, yeah. yeah, I can agree with that. I don't think Bears are. Um, I think they have more potential than Texans. Texans have, like, nobody. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a couple other teams that I would put down in that same category with the Bears, like maybe the Rams or, or other teams like that. But Rams got a lot of star. I mean, now they're hurt, but Rams yeah. did have a lot of stars this year. Yeah. But and Fields is developing, so you can't blame the Bears for where they're at. Texans are just they're just sad. You see Dallas is seventeen point favorites. Yeah. Like, well, I mean Wow. The Texans are definitely gonna have the number one overall pick, and I feel like they're gonna use that on a quarterback because they don't have one. So I mean, but they've they've got a lot of rebuilding to do in Houston. A lot. Yeah. They've been rebuilding since they started. Yeah. Well, I mean Deshaun Watson, he kind of helped that team out a little bit. I mean, they were a playoff team there for a few years with him, but Hopkins yeah, ever... helped that team. Yeah, Deshaun didn't look exactly the same when Hopkins left. Yeah, that's in true. My opinion. I mean, so they they haven't been awful, you know, too many of the past few years, but they're definitely as of right now, they're definitely the worst team. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, and I hate that we're going to have to talk about this, but the Eagles won big over the Titans this past Sunday. 
Jalen Hurts was 29 or 39, 380 yards and three touchdowns. Were we wrong about him and his ability as a passer? Uh, I know Titans are very good against the run. They're not so good against the pass yeah. um, on defense. But you got to give him credit, man. He was dropping some dimes. Um, yeah. I mean, like you pretty much passed the, the most of the game and barely ran it, which was a huge surprise. I mean, anytime somebody puts up 30, 380 yards and three touchdowns in the air, you got to give him credit. We can't keep bashing him for not doing that. And then when he does it, we say the defense was a joke. You know what I mean? I hate yeah. people do that to for other teams and stuff. So, you know, I got to give him credit. I, I will also I will also give him the credit there. I mean, he had a pretty decent game on Sunday, but I I, I just feel like this has got to wear out at some point. There's no way they can keep this up. I, I don't mean, think it's sustainable, right? Like it's, I mean, and I'm not too confident. I know I said last week or the week before when we talked about their upcoming schedule. I, I know I said that they would probably lose one against the Giants, but I'm not so sure I see that happening anymore with what I've seen from the Giants. But yeah. you know, I'm de- I'm sticking to it though. I'm definitely going to say that they will lose against the Cowboys when they play at the end of the year. Uh, I mean, I just, and I, I just think because of the defense, really. Yeah. Well, and not only that, uh, Dallas's offense too is just on fire right now. I mean, yeah. D- Dak Prescott and that offense—they're like top five in most categories right now. So. Yeah. I mean, I feel Dallas has just too much for Philadelphia to stop right now. Like no matter what side of the ball you're on in Dallas, like they're probably going to have the better matchup. Yeah. And unfortunately they had a, uh, Dak leave for a couple games. So kind of yeah. ruined some of their stats and stuff, but yeah, they're, they're still a couple games behind and I don't think they're going to catch up, but I think they will beat them. But Jalen, I think it's, I don't think it's sustainable in the playoffs. I don't think he's going to have that type of arm in the playoffs. He's going to have to use his legs. So if he faces a defense like Cowboys or 49ers in the playoffs, I don't think it's going to happen. Right. I mean, like I said, Dallas, if any team is going to beat them, it's going to be the Cowboys because, of, like I said, the offense and defense are both just towards the top in the league. And, you know, they won big Sunday night, fifty-four to nineteen over the Colts. So I, I fell asleep during the game at halftime, and it was fourteen to thirteen. <laughs> and then I, w- I woke up the next morning, and I went went on ESPN. That's what my wife, that's what my wife did. Yeah, I was like, "What happened?" And then I was checking, and I was like, "Did they really score all those points in the fourth quarter alone?" Thirty-three points in the fourth quarter, which is the second most in NFL history. That's just that's insane. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of the defense, though. It was just like, did you see the interview? I forget who it was. But one of the cornerbacks from, um, oh, shit, I can't, uh, the Colts. One of the cornerbacks from the Colts interviewed after the game, and they yeah. said the fourth quarter was just a blur. <laughs> they, said, <laughs> they said we were we were in a close game, and then all of a sudden the fourth quarter was just a blur, and they're up by 50-some points. It was insane. It was just like fumble. Interception, fumble, interception. You know what I mean? Yeah. Matt Ryan kind of broke down. And, you know, you have to give credit to the defense, but at the same time, Matt Ryan just, he just crumbled. I don't know what happened, but. Yeah, I think it's time to take old Yeller out the pasture and 
you know, <laughs> Matt Ryan just he's not doing so well right now, and I don't know that he's he's definitely got the answer for them, but uh, he's yeah. he's their best option that they have right now. So, I mean, what do you do? But yeah, he. He's not looking too well, and I'm sure that had a big part of, you know, the defensive success for Dallas on Sunday night. But yeah, they just—I was—I was absolutely shocked when I saw that final score and yeah, what they were crazy. able to do. Yeah, uh, I mean, we touched on these two a little bit: uh, Eagles and the Cowboys. Um, honestly, who do you think? Even I mean, I know the Eagles have an eleven and one record, but who do you think is the better team there? I think you can honestly make a case for both of them. Right. I know we keep going back and forth with it. And I want to say Dallas because the points they're putting up on offense and then the defense is just responding with turnovers. And I mean, um, just in all three phases, it's the special teams is awesome as well. And then on Eagles, they have a crazy run game. And they can throw it over the top, which they proved against the Titans. Um, and then also their defense is playing lights out as well. So, I mean, you can make a case for both. Um, I think I would Dallas has a slight advantage because I would take Dak over Hurts. Um, Dak, it seems like he's in a little rut right now where he's going to throw that first quarter sloppy interception right now. Yeah. I'm not sure why, but uh, – Seems like there's just a little bit more miscommunication between him and the receiver at times in the beginning, and they're just playing aggressive because they know they have a, a defense that can, um, you know, help them out if something were to happen. But I'm taking, I'm going to say they're interchangeable, really. Uh, I want to say Dallas, but it's kind of hard to make a solid case. I mean, I would, it is, it's a tough decision to make, but I'm, I would probably say the Cowboys are the better team. I mean, if you put every aspect of this team up against each other, defense, I'm going to obviously go with the Cowboys. Their defense is way better than Philadelphia's. Um, I say way better. Uh, I mean, they you have, saw, you they saw have what, more depth. You saw what they did. Look, I mean, just look at what Matt Ryan did the week before against the Eagles. Yeah, but you can And then look at what the Cowboys did to Matt Ryan on Sunday night. Listen, I do that sometimes just to troll people, but in reality, just some teams just don't match up the same, you know what I mean, against the other team. You know what I mean? Just because you played uh, the Eagle, uh, the Colts one way doesn't mean the other, they're going to play. I mean, they we beat they beat uh, Green Bay, and we lost to Green Bay by field goal. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's yeah. just it can't. I don't. I don't compare teams like that. I mean, I would definitely say that their defense is better than Philadelphia's, and then yeah, like, I would say it's better. I wouldn't say significantly better, especially now that Dallas just lost Anthony Brown. Um, yeah, now he's not a huge, huge uh, asset to that defense, but when you don't have anybody to take his place, it's kind of you know what I mean. Now they're gonna have to roll with a rookie there uh, or two rookies because they lost uh, Jordan Lewis which was their slot DB earlier in the season. So they're going to have to run uh, Deron Bland and uh, Kelvin Joseph. And uh, they also signed cornerback, what was his name, Mackenzie Alexander Yeah. today. So that's going to help out. But 
Uh, yeah, I would give Dallas a slight advantage on defense. Yeah, I mean, their defense is better. Um, if you're talking about quarterbacks, I'm definitely taking Dak over Jalen. Uh, running backs, you know, I'm taking Zeke and Pollard over Philadelphia's backfield. The only advantage position-wise that I would say it is the Eagles, like A.J. Brown's obviously better than any receiver Dallas has. So, But, yeah, yeah. I, I would have to say that Dallas is – uh, definitely the the better team in my opinion. And all right, you convinced me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I think I think the Cowboys will win that matchup later on this year, and who knows, we might even see these guys play each other a third time, maybe in a, in the title what game. If it's the NFC yeah. Championship, yeah, yeah, and That'd be insane. The way it would be looking though, that game would probably be in Philly. So yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think uh, looks. Like Dallas plays a little bit better on the road, anyways. They're just away from the the big stage that Jerry has built yeah. in Arlington, um, and yeah, that would probably be the most viewed game all year. Yeah, and speaking of Dallas, let's get an OBJ update. I mean, we heard, uh, I so I heard that there were issues, concerns. Dallas didn't know how healthy or if OBJ would even pass a physical. Um, so are, are they starting to realize that they, they might want to back out of this deal, or do you think OBJ is still going to sign with them? He spent Monday and Tuesday all day with them. Uh, he had multiple meetings with Jerry and Steven and uh, Will McClay. Um, he went hung out with all the players. You've seen him on court side of the Mavs game. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, so then um, – Earlier today, um, I guess he departed from Dallas today, and Ed Werder put out, the Cowboys have concerns of Odell Beckham's physical, that his recovery from his left ACL and Super Bowl has not progressed enough to ensure that he would play before mid-January, and possibility exists signing him would have no benefit until 2023, meaning that there is a possibility he could not play till next year depending on, you know, how well it heals and what kind of rehab he goes to and all. But regardless of all that, they're still in contract talk and uh, nothing's been officially announced by the front office yet. So, Do you, if you're the Cowboys, do you sign him this year, even though, even if you knew he wasn't going to be able to play until next season, would you still sign him this year so that way he wouldn't hit free agency come this offseason and possibly sign somewhere else? Yeah, um, I definitely would, as long as you're not paying him for anything this year. Right. Because I did see there was a little bit back and forth with uh, he wants some kind of some kind of money for this year, which doesn't make any sense to me. But um, if you're not going to play, you're not going to get any money. Right. I, I guess you could get him like a sign-on bonus, um, something like that, but an upfront sign-on bonus. But besides that, yeah, I would sign him as long as the money's right. Um, because it's questionable what status he is. He's what thirty-two years old. He's yeah. coming off of two ACLs. You got to give some kind of discount. Yeah, I mean, I I would definitely consider signing him. I I don't know if his feelings towards signing with the Cowboys would change, even if they wouldn't sign him this year. Like, I feel like even if he still went into the off season unsigned, like Dallas would still probably be his first choice. So, uh yeah. I mean, 
the only way like a hand handshake agreement or something yeah jerry i mean even if he does it like you said mid-january now we have that extra week of the regular season so mid-january would be around wild card weekend for them so i mean even if he's healthy by then i mean i feel like i would still sign him just because i feel like he could give you that little extra push if you needed any you know, yeah, listen, if you even if he caught two balls a game, he's still lining up across the defender that right. we have to pay attention to. The safeties have to stay honest in the back. They can't just they can't just follow C D or uh Michael Gallup or whatever direction they want to go. They have to keep an eye on him. And it's gonna open up the run game more immediately. If people knew what OBJ was capable of Obviously, it's up in. It's a question now, but they don't know that. They don't know if he's healthy. You know, they don't. They have no idea. I think it's a benefit for the playoffs, and that would be huge plus, and it would push my Super Bowl pick to Dallas immediately. Yeah, I mean, the way it's looking, he's definitely probably not going to play in the regular season at all this year. No, no, no. I, I would assume not. So, like I said, but he's he, still going to be with the team and practicing most right. likely going yeah. through you know, uh, walkthroughs yep. and, uh, training and stuff and getting to know dad. Yeah. And, and even if you're, it. even if, yeah, even if you're not playing and you're just going to team meetings and walkthroughs and you're learning that playbook and that offensive system, like that's going to be a huge help when you finally do get on the field. Yeah. Uh, and they, and they also have James Washington coming back. Yeah. I'm not sure how much I feel about him, but well, I've I mean, been wrong before. So let's say they sign Odell. You got Odell, you got CeeDee Lamb, you got Michael Gallup, and then you're going to have Washington. Like Those are four pretty solid receivers. Yeah. So, I mean. This... And Noah Brown, even though most people haven't heard of him, he he does play and catch about maybe four or five balls a game, and he looks exactly like CeeDee, so confuses the hell out of you. Yeah. But he's, he's decent too. Yeah, I agree. That's a pretty solid receiving core. It might not be the best, but it's solid. It's going to get the job done. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the last thing we're going to get into here, I know we're about three-quarters of, th- of the way through the season, so let's give our top five quarterbacks. You want me to go first? Yes, sir. You want to laugh at me first? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I already know who your number one is going to be. <laughs> well, okay. Let's do it. Let's start start number five and work your way down the list. Uh, well, I don't have a – do you want me to do a particular order? I don't really have an order, but I can make one up. I mean, if you don't have one, you don't have one. Just go with your top five then. But I have top one in five. order. Okay. Well, I'll go in order. I'll go in order. And this is right now for me. This is at this moment, not beginning of the season, not where I'm thinking they're going to go, blah, blah, blah. This is right now. At five, I'm going to have – Allen, Josh Allen. Um, okay. He's he's been on a slump lately. He's trending downward. Um they're still winning games and stuff, but they're trending downward. Uh four, I'm gonna put Tua. Um, okay. just because his numbers are great. I know they lost. Um he did trend down this game, but um let's see. Dolphins yeah, I mean, they're trending downward, but I don't think it's all in line with Tua. Um, so I'm going to put him right below, right, right above Allen. Uh, three, I might be crazy. 
He's earned it. Geno Smith. What? Geno Smith. He's playing so good right now. Nobody's talking about it. I got to give him respect. He's, he's, to me, he's carrying the team to possibly the wild card seed. And his completion percentage is, what, 72%? Yeah, I mean. Right now, I mean, just that alone is insane. That's still Drew Brees' number. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's good. I, I, I'll, I'll allow it. And he's playing with nothing. He's got 14 on the field. That's it. What about Tyler I mean, Lockett? He has Tyler Lockett, yeah. too. He, yeah, yeah he's, he's good, but he's not. Yeah, he's good. You're right. They have they have a decent receiving core. I mean, I would take Metcalf. I wanted Dallas to get him, but he's he's definitely good. But uh, you got to give Gino the props. And then um, second, I'm going to take Joe Burrow. He's obviously earned it right now. He's taken his team from oh man, this is a going to be a shitty year to wow. They might be the best AFC team. Us having a conversation about it. Yeah. This year, um, I you know I'm not gonna tell you his numbers. They they're pretty good, and uh, yeah, they're getting they're getting their shit together there in Cincinnati. And number one, clear cut for me. I don't think there's any any second guessing it for me. It's Mahomes. He's an alien. Um, he does. He has his ups and downs just like anybody. But yeah, at the end of the day, he's Mister he's Mister Clutch for the most part. If he had a little bit better of a defense, I think they would have beat Burrow and them. They wouldn't, you know, Burrow, he also had running backs having 150-plus yards on the ground. Mahomes ain't got that. So, I mean, Mahomes has half the team a lot of other people have. He has Travis Kelsey, that's it. Yeah, I mean. I'd have to give it, I'd have to give it to Mahomes. Okay, uh, not bad, not bad. Mine looks a little different. Um, so, at number five, um Going to round out my list here with Tua at number five. Um, and he might be a spot or two higher if he didn't have such a bad game on Sunday. Right. Um, my number four quarterback is going to be Dak Prescott. Wow. Uh, yeah. I think he's. I need to save this forever. I need to <laughs> yeah. save this. Good thing this, this is being recorded. Day. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's doing very well right now. Uh, like I said, he's. Top I had five. him at six, by the way, so don't make me feel bad. Oh, so he was an honorable mention for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think he's doing really well. Like I said, he's top five in, in most passing categories right now, and I think he's he's come back pretty strong from that, that thumb injury at the beginning yeah. of the year. So, yeah, he's going to be my number four. My number three, number three is going to be Josh Allen. Um, okay. He would probably be higher on my list if he wasn't, you know, having a, a few struggles here and there. But I think I still think even with that, he's still a top five quarterback and obviously top three on my list. Um, but yeah, I really like Josh Allen, and I hope he you know continues to have success. Um, my number two is Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he's he's still you know one of the better quarterbacks in the league. He's playing phenomenal right now. Uh, even you know losing uh, Tyree Kill this off season. Uh, and signing a few guys to that re- receiving core. I mean, he's still having success. And my number one is going to be Joe Burrow. I think right now he's the best quarterback in the league. Um, 
I, I don't, I just don't see anybody playing better than him at right at this moment in time. You know, and who's to say that's not going to change before the end of the year? But right now, these are my top five. But he also has a better receiving core. Does he though? I mean, you you put yes. Put look at who Travis or I mean, look at who Patrick Mahomes Mahomes has. He has Travis Kelsey. Juju. Juju's not Juju's not bad, okay? He's got uh Pacheco. He's not bad. He's gonna he's still got uh MVS Marquez Valdez Scanling. He's not that bad either. You know these these are all besides Tyreek Hill leaving, like these are all receivers, and you can honestly say that they they might have upgraded their, you know, number two, number three receivers. I mean, obviously Losing Tyreek Hill was a big hit, but he still got most of those guys around him. So I mean, yeah, okay, Joe. I'll go over who Bengals. Uh, he, okay, Joe Burrow does have Jamar Chase. <laughs> he's got Tyler Boyd. He's got um, T Higgins. T Higgins. Um, I mean, and I even like Hayden Hurst, their tight end. These so, are big names compared to everybody but Travis Kelsey. Okay, but he's still. I mean, even with with the big names he's got around him, I mean, Joe Burrow can you know sling it with the best of them out there. Yeah, no doubt. And I think he he does earn that number two spot, but he also has a run game. He has a slightly better defense. I just he, Mahomes has that team on his back, literally going right, re- getting ready for the Super Bowl every year <laughs> on I, his back. He's an alien. I mean, even when Jamar Chase was out there, the, those few weeks. Oh yeah, he Joe was, Joe was, Burrow was still slinging it. So but he still has his other talent. Yeah, and so does Patrick. If, you're telling me, no, right? You, if, you're if telling Kelsey me. Kelsey goes out. They're they're probably still maybe okay because Mahomes is so good, but they're nothing. Okay, so they are now. So compared to last year, instead of throwing it to Tyreek Hill, he's now throwing it to Travis Kelsey every play. So who Travis Kelsey is probably the best tight end in the league, if not of all time. He's up there. Well, with actually, the he spreads the ball around a lot, but um, Kelsey's still catching a lot of balls, even though he's probably covered more than anybody else on the team. And Juju's super fast, so, I mean, it does make up a little bit for uh, Tyreek, but he's not Tyreek cheetah fast. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. But I'm just saying, like, you can make the argument that they both have talent. I mean, and we're our list, except for – then maybe you know Dak them being on my list and not being on yours are, are they're pretty similar. So I almost I almost put Dak in place of Allen, but Allen had such a good start to the season and Dak missed five games. So yeah. I just wanted to give that to Allen, and then I have Hertz at seven. Um, I'd just like to see more consistency in the passing game before I can say he's a top five running back or quarterback. I mean, right now he's a top five running back <laughs> quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty solid on my top five. Uh, I, you know, you know me. I'm not really a big fan of the Cowboys, so it me throwing yeah, Dak in there. That's that. Off there. Yeah, that says that speaks volumes. So, I mean, but yeah, those are my top five. That's what I'm sticking with. Sounds good to me. Alrighty, that is going to be about it for us here on Late Hit. Um, I will be doing a power rankings podcast towards the end of the week here um, just to kind of give you guys my rankings of all 32 teams. So we'll just do a little short, maybe 10, 15 minute podcast on that. But um, like I said, that's going to be it for us tonight. Matt, if you don't have anything. Uh, and I'll be doing the 
to pick them on usually Wednesday or Thursday morning just to go over uh, your picks for the week if you're in any kind of league like that. So, All right, sounds good. Well, thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to like us, follow us, share, comment, listen. We'd love to get your feedback. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks, everyone.